1: Welcome, everybody. Hello, live out to twitch.tv slash Pride of Detroit. Hello from Twitter at Pride of Detroit and now from Threads at Pride of Detroit. It's a brand new podcast because we keep wanting to bring you more podcast content here. And this one we are calling Deep Dish Dives. It is the product of a man who I will introduce very shortly. My name is Chris Perfett. You can find me on both Twitter and Threads because we're now doing both at Chris Perfett. And on blue sky at no decaf, uh, whatever the the thing is there. But either way, this podcast, we're doing something a little bit different on this one. We're going to split this up across your feed, individual episodes where a trio of us shall get together and have a little bit of a debate, a little more lighthearted, a little more free spirited. Not always on the Lions, maybe on NFL stuff as well, and maybe not always with the team. Maybe something about jerseys, but let's get the crew in here for the very first deep dish dive. And I swear this this intro will be truncated for every other future episode. Hamza Bakush is here at Hamza P.O.D. on Twitter and on threads. And he insisted I make sure to let you know about his threads account at Hamza. Hold on. Let me make sure I get this right. Hamza B.A.C.C. Yep. Hamza back. Hamza back. Hamza is back. He's the one who came up with the name Deep Dish Dyes because as you can see on stream if you're watching, a, if you're listening on a podcast on a visual medium, Hamza's always eating. Hamza's growing always eating on stream. Boy. He's he's a growing boy. So we named this for him. And Thank joining him. us as the, this is this is our draft night crew. So we got to bring in Morgan Cannon around at MCannon313 at M on I believe you're, that's the same on both Twitter and on threads. Is that correct, Morgan?
2: Yes that is correct.
1: Yes, the man himself. We yeah. loved doing about- the draft this year so much. We had to get everyone back.
2: Getting the band back together.
1: You got to get the band back together and we've got to dive in on some big episode, uh big stuff. So, once again, you're not going to hear the spiel on later deep dish dives. These are individual episodes we're going to drop on your on your podcast feed throughout the week, throughout the off season if we need to. And this is going to be coming to you right now. Each one, a dive of Lions fans and Lions analysts talking about the Lions and other things we need to get into. And I think the first topic here we're going to get us going is actually very on point. It's actually going to be about the defensive line, because I think this is something that's become a bit of a popular talking point among various Detroit commentators is this need i believe to still add to the defensive line for the detroit lions especially as the 2023 nfl season begins to stare us closer and closer in the face hamza i believe we're hitting that point where we're getting the uh, jersey countdowns 99 days right yeah and i know from talking with people and people who asked me and said hey do lions really need to lions should probably go after someone Lions should add something to the defensive line it might be a name like chase young or aaron donald or even quinn and williams and these things vary across the board they're not just tackles which i think is the more real need but also defensive ends so i want to get this out to you guys and i want to see you guys clash heads and wheel clash heads over all of this but is this really a real need for the Lions right now, or are most fans, I think, too much caught up with getting a name that they know?
3: I'll pigeon. Um, is this a real need? Yes. Uh, are most fans caught up with getting a name? Yes. Should the Lions address it? No. So I, I'm I'm on the fence here, right? Um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, the Lions have talent. Uh, hasn't been proven, right? There's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys coming off injury, a lot of guys who had down years. However, when I look at the situation, it seems like a lot of guys who um, have potential. When they're at their best, this could be a lethal core. Emphasis on could. Um, My question to anyone who says the Lions need to upgrade the position is – if you bring in someone new, whether it's a Quinnen Williams, Aaron Donald tier, or even a mid-tier guy, right? Because realistically, you're not trading for Aaron Donald right now. Let's be real. Um, you bring, bring in a mid-tier guy, who are you letting go of? Is it Romeo Aquara, Julian Aquara? You're not we're getting rid of James Houston. Charles Harris could have a comeback here. He was damn good. <laughs> you're not getting rid of Hutch. I mean, on the interior, you got Benito Jones. Obviously, Levi and Zerrique isn't working out. But... Josh Paschal, still a ton of potential. Remember his first game or two, he had a big breakout game. Everyone's like, oh, he's, he's going to do great now that he's healthy. Got hurt again, kind of tapered off. There is so much potential in there that I don't think the Lions have gotten a chance to really see what they have at the position because of various circumstances for various guys. Um, so do I think it has area for upgrade? Yeah, I, I'd say it's one of the weaker units, if we're being honest. But I don't think it needs an upgrade right now.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Like there's yeah, a flashy name would help. It would help pacify some fans who are worried about not having a lot of like star power there, but you have a lot of young players who are position flexible, right? You have Pashkal can slide inside, uh, Hutch can slide inside to the 3 technique. They're going to obviously, I would say Aleem will see more consistent time at the 3 technique this year because you have Roderick Martin and Bugs to roll through the 1 tech and the nose tackle. Uh, Spot You have Christian Covington. And if you get anything from Levi, that's just, you know, gravy at this point. Uh, So I think I don't think it's a need. And if they want to go after a name, sure. Like, I just don't think Brad Holmes is going to be in any position to like move a bunch of chips to the center of the table to add a pass rusher or anything of that nature right now. It just doesn't make sense. I
1: guess, I guess when I look at this right now for myself, I see a need not at the edges though. Like I think you guys have hit it on, especially like, especially Hamza. Like there's too many mouths to feed on edge rushers right now, like between Pascal between Houston, who you're still seeing, and Hutchinson, I think there's some some desire. I think what is happening is a lot of fans still want to see the desire of this team maximize, maximize its potential this year. When the hard truth is, it's still it's it's been a roster that's been trying to grow. But you could get me on board with a tackle, and I don't know if it's Aaron Donald, but Quinn and Williams has always been one I've really had my eye on, and I know that uh, I think Jeremy Fowler just got re- ranked him. Uh, Fourth among all defensive tackles in the league right now. Now, I also know that you know about like last month that we had reports from our affiliate over at Gangrene Nation that uh, Quinton Williams was seeking about twenty-five to thirty million a year for to play that position. Now, granted, Quinton Williams is also young; he's about twenty-five years old right now, and he's one of the best at that position, and especially for the age you're not, you would be getting something in a longer term deal. You'd lock up a lot of money with it. And I think that's where kind of the sticking point's going to be. But right now I look at the defensive tackles right now and I'm, I don't know if I'm with you guys, you guys are going to have to sell me on some of the tackles who are currently on the roster. Cause I see some guys who are big bodies who can really stop up the run, but like in any kind of, in any kind of pass rushing package, I, I still see it falling to the, to the edge, to the, to the defensive ends.
2: Well, you think about like an obvious passing downs, right? You're going to have situations where your four pass rushers are probably going to be James Houston at one end, um, whoever at the other end. Maybe you stand up Hutch and then on the inside you could have Pascal and Alim, right? So like Pascal is going to win with like short area quickness and his ability to like defeat blockers on the inside. Uh you know like I said you get anything from Levi that's gravy bug showed a little bit of pass rushing chops it's st- it's not going to be dominant by any means like and they say that the real key to having a like a dominant defense in this league is to get that pressure from up the middle because it's just a disruptor you you can step up you can avoid pressure off the edge but when it's right in your lap and if you're not Lamar Jackson or whoever or Patrick Mahomes it's going to mess things up pretty quickly
3: Yeah I'm kind of in the same boat as you on that um I will say um, you know, it's, uh, again, I come back to the too many mouths to feed, but but more importantly, um, it's such a game changer, like Morgan said, to have someone up the middle who can create that pressure, but I don't think it's the expectation. And you have to ask yourself whether or not, um, you know, having something that's an anomaly and not the norm of getting consistent pressure up the middle, in addition to run stopping capabilities, is worth 25 to $30 million a year. That gets you a long way. I mean, if we're being frank, I would much rather, and again, very hypothetical, easier said than done. Um, I would much rather allocate 15 million of that to go and absolutely pay a quarterback to upgrade from Jared Goff and then spend 10 million on an interior pass rusher. I don't mean to digress. You're, not, the
1: whole, you're not gonna need to do that because that's Hendon Hooker. Yeah, <laughs> that's Hendon Hooker, baby. That's, that's another <laughs> conversation. That's another <laughs>
3: conversation. But but you have to ask yourself, like, is, is it worth that? Um, and I think you know, there's an argument to be made. I think in terms of in in terms that people listening to this podcast would understand, Quinn and Williams brings to the brings to the table a lot of the Dominn Sioux profile, very different players, but it's the fact that you know when they're running up the middle on second and one and they're passing on third and 14, you can have the same player lined up and still get success regardless of what the offense is doing. Um, that's a beautiful thing um But at the end of the day, I think there's also to be considered, is this something Brad Holmes would do? Quinn Williams is young. I could see it. Aaron Donald, that, no, no, not a chance. That's not how they built this team. That's not going to happen. If Rams ties or no Rams ties. No, no, no.
1: Listen, uh, listen, listen. What what, what we think is going to happen is for BOD, for BOD cast, for Triple D here, I want what you want. I want the id.
3: Yeah. But... Yeah, so so that that's my thoughts. I think it's a it's it's a serious conversation to be had about the merits of spending that kind of capital, um, especially considering how, for lack of a better term, homegrown this team has been. But I think Morgan makes a great point. If uh, you know that that is a game changing factor, and that's what distinguishes a lot of elite defenses from good defenses.
1: I think this is also uh, maybe at the very least. I feel like a lot of this is because the Lions did not take like uh, they. they they didn't take a defensive tackle. I think everyone really trusts right now. Right. Like they did address that position in some degree in this, in this draft, but I don't think we look at, we look at uh, the roster right now and see like, Oh yeah, no, the lions definitely, definitely came out of there with someone like Mozzie Smith. Right. Like, I don't think that's who, and I, I like, I Roderick Martin, I understand kind of the love and I've heard a lot of people, you know, some people really talk very well about Martin, but it's, He's still a bit of a mystery, a mystery there. He's a late third round pick. I don't know if he's really like that wasn't really the upgrade. I think fans were anticipating. They were really into I'm not going to say Mozzie Smith, but something to that degree. We just, I think we got so gassed up through that through the offseason talking about defensive tackle prospects. And then Lions did really nothing. And I don't really think they did much to really address it in the free agency either. I think you're right.
2: Go ahead, Anza. Um,
3: uh, I was just going to say, I, th- I think, Chris, you really hit the nail on the head when you said they don't have players people trust. I think that's the issue, right? You look at <laughs> exactly as I laid out, there's so much potential on this roster, but no one delivering consistently. Um, you have Romeo Aquara coming back. He's He didn't hit the, hit the ground running with this comeback. I mean, he did the one game and then disappeared. Um, you have Josh Pascal, who's uh, still a wild card. Like Morgan says, Levi Onzerike is just gravy on the top. I would absolutely not hold my breath for him to ever play it down for the Lions. And it's just a lot of a lot of situations like that. Even Broderick Martin as a rookie, like, I don't think anyone knows enough about him to have expectations where if he flamed out and never became anything for the Lions, he's a I'll
1: draft
2: pick about two years from now.
1: So, yeah, we'll shrug it off completely.
2: Yeah, if I, I head with trust. If I were gonna, if I were gonna like prep fans for like a likely outcome for Broderick Martin, it's like that he takes away like twenty or thirty percent of the snap share away from Bugs. I think I've made this point in a couple articles so far this off season, Like where Bugs doesn't have to play so much because they, you know, D linemen for the most part outside of the freaks do lose their effectiveness when their snap share is through the roof just because they they're, get tired. They're, they're,
1: big, they're big boys. They're going to get yeah, tired. Like you, they need it's, some, the, yeah. the hands on the hands on the hip. The hands yep. on the hips phenomenon, right? Best, the
2: best lines can roll dudes through. So, like, if you got, and then I'm our our only hope right now for like a, a disruptor on the inside, in my opinion, is if you Broderick Martin and Bugs can occupy the nose and the one tech, and you can just unleash Aleem, and he gets more comfortable with the three tech. That's right. That's what I'm hoping. But I'm happy with the
1: edge. I'm happy with the ends. I'm happy with the edge rushers. Like, there's, there's, mm, there's I think so, there. someone brought up Chase Young to me the other day, and I'm just like, there's, there's no need. Like I had Chase Young is fantastic. He's a fantastic football player, but I'm really excited. And I trust the development of someone like Aiden Hutchinson right now.
3: I do think I I don't, I'm higher on Chase Young than I am a lot of potential prospects. Like, yes, the Lions don't need it, but the Lions don't need him. But I think he could be gotten at a lesser price, significantly lesser price than a similar caliber player, just because of the injury history and the situation that Washington's in. And they're absolutely loaded at the line. And I think they're tired of him and and waiting for him to become something meaningful for them so you know if if it was I think I will say this if Chase Young was available for anything less than a first rounder maybe a second rounder um I I'm shooting absolutely well 100%. I, I'm,
1: I'm I'm thinking here like because I think he's he's going to be coming up here soon it's going to be a matter of whether or not Washington pitch, picks up the fifth year option I think they, they will just, they did okay well thank did you not. thank you for did not, did not.
2: Yep, he's that right there with Okuda in them. Yeah, yeah. So. that
1: makes it even the more enticing. Maybe keep an eye on that for for like in-season trade. But again, I don't think to the Lions. They, they've got too many guys on the edge to really feed right now, and they want to see the development of Houston and Hutchinson. I understand, but like if there's a place on the line to be upgraded, it's still with the tackles, and it's still someone. It, we're going to see this season if it's someone they trust. I think that's going to do it for the first deep-dish fight Stay tuned to the next one where uh, I'm going to let Hamza and Morgan just go immediately head to head on probably the most contentious, the most contentious topic these two have had for years. And I'm just putting two koi fish in the pond and I'm just going to let them bait be- beta fish, beta fish. I'm just going to let them go at it. It's been the first deep dish bite. Make sure to subscribe. Thank you. We'll see you star side.